الحمد للہ الحمد للہ وکفا والصلاۃ والسلام علی عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشیطان الرجیم بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم وذکر فان الذکرا تنفع المؤمنین صدق الله العظیم most respected mothers and sisters and students in Islam today is the first of the program that have been termed as Tarbiya sessions which we will be commenting but it's not the first in any way in reality this is the program that Hazrat Mawlana Yunus used to conduct obviously we cannot in any way do justice to continue with the great lessons that he used to give but in some feeble way in some very insignificant way we will try to continue with that effort that he had commenced with may Allah tabarak wa ta'ala make it a means of benefit for me a means of benefit for all those who will listen and for the ummah at large Hazrat Rahmatullah alayhi Allah Ta'ala had blessed him with the ability to reach the hearts of people due to the great and tremendous level of ikhlas and sincerity in whatever he did due to the high level of the taqwa that was in his heart the love of Allah Ta'ala that was filled in his heart and therefore what came out from his heart reached the hearts of others as well but presently the issue is that Hazrat is no more with us and we have to continue while we don't have any faction of those sifat and qualities that he possessed but inshallah we hope and we pray to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala that Allah ta'ala will with the barakat of the effort that he had commenced enable us to continue to benefit and enable the sadaqah jariya of his effort to continue till qiyamat to him inshallah being the first of this series of programs that inshallah will continue it was decided that on this occasion on today's in today's gathering we will discuss the bayan about the bayan or the talk will take place about the talk what is meant by this is that this is a tarbiyat program and tarbiyat means that nurturing guiding ourselves forward of what is to be done how we should be conducting ourselves in life etc so the series of tarbiyat programs will take place for this purpose and has been taking place alhamdulillah and those who have been attending have allah's fazl tremendous uh, benefited tremendously but nevertheless as a refresher as a reminder today's discussion will be the talk 
about the talk meaning how we should be conducting ourselves during a talk of deen the adab and the etiquettes pertaining to the talks of deen so that is what the discussion will be about today so that whether it is these talks and programs that take place here whether it is some program that may take place at some other venue or whether we are listening to some talk of deen in the privacy of our homes from some CD and this is something I regularly keep advising everybody whoever asks that when they say that they have now felt this vacuum after Hazrat Alhamdulillah has left that Allah's Fazal there are not hundreds but maybe thousands of CDs available perhaps that might be an exaggeration I don't know but the benefit can still continue provided we take it correctly so if somebody is listening to a CD of Hazrat's Bayan how to take the maximum benefit from it or for that matter any other scholar, any other alim is discussing something, is delivering some talk whether it's at the madrasa, whether it's elsewhere whether we're listening on the receivers at home whether we're listening at, to a CD how do we take the maximum benefit from a talk so what are the adabs and what are the etiquettes in this regard the very first thing in this subject is that the talks of deen are a very essential part that we should have in our lives. Allah Ta'ala in the Quran Sharif says, وَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّ الذِّكْرَ تَنْفَعُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And remind, for a reminder is very beneficial for the believers. تَنْفَعُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ It benefits the believers. The Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala is saying that a reminder benefits the believers. So this is 100% certain. Whether we feel the benefit or do not feel the benefit, provided that we have come with an open heart, we are benefiting. It is like a person sometimes, he has, he is unconscious and they are feeding him with a drip. He is not even aware that this drip, what is doing, or even if he is conscious for that matter, he is seeing the drip dripping into his body, but he cannot feel where it is going, what is benefiting, but it is benefiting him. Take the drip off and then you'll see that how this person will suddenly wither away and it might endanger his life also. So likewise, the reminder of deen, the reminder of the words of Allah Taala and of Rasulullah this reminder is something beneficial which the Quran Sharif is saying is beneficial. Whether we understand how it's benefiting us or not, that's not the point. The point is Allah Taala has declared it's benefiting us. The only thing is we need to take it. A person is there with an open heart, then it will go in and it will benefit. If a person closes his heart out, that's a different issue. Then he is not taking it in. So Allah Ta'ala is saying that this reminder is beneficial. So all these programs that take place are simply reminders. And that is why we will hear sometimes the same thing over and over again, depending on its importance, depending on how necessary it might be. The same thing might get repeated numerous times. On this point of repetition, our Shaykh Hazrat Mawah Shah Hakim Mawad Akhtar Sahib Daan Barakatuhum, on one occasion in his khanqa, one person who was an elderly person, Dr. Nisar Sahib was his name perhaps, 
uh, he was in his 70s at that time and he used to recite some ash'ar in Hazrat Majlis sometimes Hazrat used to ask him to recite some ash'ar so one day he started reciting some couplets and then he came to the point to the couplet where Hazrat Hazrat's couplet it was where Hazrat says Jo karta hai tu chup ke ahle jaha se dekhta hai koi tujhe asma se Jo karta hai tu chup ke ahle jaha se that what you do secretly from the people of the world you hide and do things away from people then remember koi dekhta hai tujhe asma se dekhta hai tujhe koi asma se that somebody is looking at you from above Allah Ta'ala is watching so don't think that I did something I got away in the privacy of my room I did something I got away or nobody was at home and I did what I wanted to do I got away or nobody is seeing what I am doing on my phone so who knows nobody knows or what I'm talking, who I'm talking to, who knows, who I'm chatting to, nobody knows, no, somebody knows. Maybe the people of the world don't know, but jo chup ke tu karta hai ahle jaha se, dekhta hai toi koi tujhe asma se, somebody is watching from above, that is Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala is all aware. So this elderly person, why I keep repeating elderly person, that he wasn't somebody with a very very melodious voice, that it had great amount of attraction in his voice or anything. He was in his 70s and Hazrat asking him to repeat this couplet. So he repeated it once, twice, thrice and each time that he repeated it a few times then he stopped to take an indication. Hazrat gave indication, continue. Just keep repeating the same couplet. For 45 to 50 minutes Hazrat made him repeat the same couplet. Now person heard it once, he heard it twice, he heard it five times, twenty times. In forty-five minutes, how many times it must have been? Perhaps over seventy, eighty times, hundred times. What the lesson there was to everybody that was present, that don't come to listen to these things for the sake of enjoyment. Don't come to listen to these things for the sake of seeing what's new. There's a lesson here to be taken into our lives and this particular lesson was the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. So you heard it once, you heard it twice, but keep reflecting. Is the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala there to the extent it should be? So you heard it the 50th time. You heard it the 75th time. You heard it the 100th time. And we will need to hear it the 1000th time as well to keep developing the contact with Allah Ta'ala, to keep increasing the awareness of Allah Ta'ala, that Allah Ta'ala is watching, Allah is watching, Allah is watching. And the mashayikh in particular, they prescribe this to their muridin, they prescribe this to the salikin, to those who are trying to reach Allah Ta'ala, to those who want to develop their contact with Allah Ta'ala. They tell them from time to time, daily, sit down in solitude for a few minutes and keep repeating this, Allahumma i, Allahumma i, Allahumma i, Allah is with me, Allah is with me, Allah is watching, Allah is aware of what I'm doing. Ya'lamu khainat al-a'yun wa ma tukhfi sudur. Allah Ta'ala knows the deception of the eyes and what the hearts conceal. Alam ya'lam bi anna Allah yara. Do they not know that Allah Ta'ala is watching all these ayat of the Quran Kareem? Keep repeating it from the heart. Keep repeating it. This repetition will create the true benefit inshallah. There's an Arabic saying, إِذَا تَكَرَّرَ الْكَلَامُ عَلَى السَّمْعِ تَقَرَّرَ فِي الْقَلْبِ When something keeps repeating itself onto the ears, when a person keeps hearing it over and over again, over and over again, تَقَرَّرَ فِي الْقَلْبِ it will settle in the heart.
person heard it the first time, the tenth time, the twentieth time, sooner or later it will settle in the heart. Our Shaykh Damud Barakatuhum, he mentions this incident about some alim, that he was advising somebody to give up smoking. And for some reason he kept count of how many times he's saying it to the person. So he said it the first time, the tenth time, the twentieth time, and he kept on keeping track of how many times he's advising this person over many days and carried on over months. And he, it happened, he says that when I kept track, Allah Ta'ala willed it such, that the time when that hundredth time when I advised this person, the hundredth time when I told him and advised him that this is a bad thing, you shouldn't be smoking, this is a terrible thing, give it up. That person, he didn't even keep any count. He didn't know how many times I'm giving him this advice. He came out of the blue and said, Alhamdulillah, this advice that last time you told me, this time it really settled in my heart and I gave it up now. I'm no more going to go back to this. After when? After 100 times. So this is something that we should continue to listen to the talks of Deen, sometimes the same talk. It might be a CD that had an impact on our hearts. Hazrat Sambayan had an impact on our hearts. The first time, we listen to it the second time, the third time, the fifth time, the tenth time. And inshallah, each time there will be a new benefit. Not that we have to keep listening to the same thing all the time. There are other CDs available, other bayans of his available. We listen to that as well. But sometimes there's something in particular that really tugs at the heart. We don't listen to it one time and say that's fine, that's enough. We listen to it over and over again. And inshallah, each time we will get a new benefit. So this is the one thing that the talks of deen, Allah Ta'ala is saying that this, is, uh, this reminder is beneficial. And Allah Ta'ala is saying it's beneficial, it's certainly beneficial. Provided that we don't bring obstacles in the way, then the benefit is certain. Provided that a person keeps his door open, the benefit is certain. So this is the thing that these talks that take place, there are certain adab, certain etiquettes, and to the extent that we inculcate these adab and etiquettes, to that extent we will benefit. So, today we will commence this discussion. We may not be able to complete all the etiquettes today. Inshallah, we'll continue with it in the next lesson. But whatever we can do now, Inshallah, we will try and cover. Just on this note, that how important these talks of deen are. The Zatanwi in Hayatul Muslimin, Kitab of Zatanwi Rahmatullah, he on one occasion mentioned that if there is any kitab of mine that I can have this hope that on the basis of this kitab perhaps my maghfirat will get made and Allah Ta'ala will accept everything else this is something only purely on the grace of Allah Ta'ala but if there is any particular kitab that this hope can be held on then it is Hayatul Muslimin now he's written over a thousand kitabs small and big all put together some running into many many volumes and some small little risalas and booklets. But all this out of these hundreds and maybe more than a thousand, he says, if there's any particular kitab that I can have this hope on, then I my hope is on this particular kitab. In this kitab, Hazrat, among the various things that he has advised in there, one of the things, and he's generally advising this to those who are perhaps in outlying areas, where there aren't any ulama, there aren't anybody who comes now and then to give a talk to, of deen, he advised the people that make sure, people living in villages, rural areas, that make mashwara with some person 
and ensure that with his mashwira, you from time to time, once in a month, once in two months, make sure you get somebody to come and give you a talk of deen. Rahmatullah is advising people, wherever they may be, that make sure at least once a month, once in two months, you get somebody who is suitable to come and give you a talk of deen. Because this will keep the love of Allah Ta'ala alive in your heart and will develop the fear of Allah Ta'ala as well. In other words, this will keep your very deen alive. And when this stops, there's a fear everything will stop. Allah Ta'ala in the Quran Sharif speaks about the example how Allah Ta'ala brings the earth to life. That Allah Ta'ala causes the water to come down from the skies, the rain to come down from the skies. And then when the rain comes down onto the earth, فَأَحْيَيْنَا بِهِ الْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ مَوْتِهَا Allah Ta'ala says, we brought alive the earth after it had died off, after it had become barren. There was not a single thing growing on the land. Then on that piece of land, the rain comes, and then after a while, the grass starts growing, the vegetation comes up. This is actually an example of our hearts. And the rain is the words of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. The words of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That's the rain. And when this rain will keep coming, then this will invigorate our hearts. It will bring new spirit and life into our hearts. When we will listen to the talks of deen, then this will bring our dead hearts alive. We'll find now that some spark of the love of Allah Ta'ala being generated somewhere. We'll find that some inkling or some bit, some iota of the fear of Allah Ta'ala is getting generated somewhere. And there's some enthusiasm towards deen getting created somewhere in our heart. Provided that the land, we take the rocks out. We don't tilt our land and make it like a cliff. We don't make our hearts upside down. When there's a cliff, then the water just rolls down the cliff. Nothing gets absorbed into the cliff and nothing grows out of it. Oh, it is absolutely rocky. The water just runs away then. But provided that that land takes in some of the water, then things will grow out of it. So likewise, we keep our hearts open to the talks of deen. And inshallah, when this water comes onto the heart with sincerity, with ikhlas, and with the etiquettes that we will learn inshallah, we keep our hearts open then this water will inshallah to some point of our heart it will make an effect it will impact on our heart and then the vegetation will grow when the land gets watered when the land the rain comes onto the land then we see the beautiful flowers growing then we see the trees the leaves coming which give shade then the fruit come onto the trees which people enjoy likewise when our heart will get watered with the rain of the words of Allah and His Rasul then the vegetation will come up. The crops will come. The crops of a'mal. The crops of righteous actions. These will start coming. We will find our feet moving towards salah. Our hand moving towards the Quran Sharif to take it and recite it. Our tongue moving towards the zikr of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. Our ears wanting to listen to the recitation of the Quran Sharif rather than listening to other things. And likewise we'll find these a'mal, our the crops and the vegetation of this amal will come through our land. And then similarly, like the leaves come onto the trees and people are attracted to these leaves from far away, the flowers and the leaves, likewise, people will be attracted to our akhlaq. People within our families, people we come into contact to, they would be attracted to our akhlaq because this is the attraction. The outer attraction, this is all superficial. A person can have the best beauty. And let's just hypothetically 
say the two people got married who were the people who had the best beauty in the world number one on the male end and number one on the female end and now they got married but both had zero akhlaq how long we think that marriage will last akhlaq is zero on both sides both have got the they talk the in the most rude and most uh, uh, inconsiderate way very harsh very abrupt no consideration for the next person they've got no kindness in them no tolerance in them they've got no compassion in them they think for themselves and only want everything for themselves got no feelings for the next person but they got married for beauty how long will that marriage last if it lasts for a day also that will be ghanimat because of zero akhlaq because when the beauty of akhlaq is missing the superficial and outward beauty will fade in a matter of moments once the reality of the akhlaq the first word the person spoke without akhlaq already it will put a damp on all the outward beauty and the second sentence a person spoke without akhlaq and spoke in a abrupt way it will now also cast another veil over all that beauty and the next action that the person did which was inconsiderate it already start creating nafrat and hatred in the for that person in the heart so in moments in hours that everything will all disappear but where the beauty of akhlaq is then even if there is an outward beauty that akhlaq is such a magnet it's such an attraction that that outward beauty won't be of any significance then or the lack of outward beauty won't matter the lack of outward beauty won't matter in any way it will be the magnet of that akhlaq that will draw the heart and will make people flock so this is the thing that a person has to acquire and when this our hearts will now allow the reign of this wahi the reign of the quran the reign of the sunna the reign of the words of allah and his rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam to come in now these fruit these flowers and these leaves of akhlaq this will now adorn us and as a result people will be attracted to this akhlaq and then all this fruit people will enjoy the fruit the fruit of kindness the fruit of compassion the fruit of forgiveness the fruit of good words kind words talking tribal kalam because this is also a very great lesson from nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam to talk kind words so now all these fruits the fruit of maintaining family ties the fruit of treating those who treat us badly with good all these fruit these are fruit people will enjoy this fruit and as a result they will benefit and we will benefit also so all this the land comes alive with all this all these things when the rain is allowed to come in when the talks of deen come in but for that benefit to come we have to cultivate that land we have to plow that land remove all the rocks remove all the weeds now that comes by the by the etiquette by the adabs to the extent that we will apply the adab and etiquettes to that extent we have cleared that piece of land we have cleared it of the rocks we have cleared it of the weeds we have cleared it of all the thorns we have softened the soil now when the rain comes it will go right through and it will immediately bring life because it has been absorbed so to remove all these rocks to remove all these stones to remove all the thorns and the weeds this is the akhlaq these are the adab so this is what this discussion we have just gone into some introduction to the discussion of what is the talks of deen all about and how important it is 
But nevertheless, now to just start off with one of these adab and etiquette today, and inshallah we'll continue in the uh, lessons that will come inshallah. The very first etiquette, and this is the cux of everything, and this is the etiquette of every amal for that matter, the etiquette is that we have the correct niyat, the correct intention. That my intention to listen to the talk of deen is for the pleasure of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala and so that I may practice on what I hear. This is the primary intention, amal. Together with for the pleasure of Allah alone, it is not to show anybody or not because of any pressure from anyone or because that I got no other choice in the matter. But we refresh our intention each time, consciously. That I am doing this solely for the pleasure of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala and I am listening to this talk of deen for the sake of making amal upon it. If a person has the niyat of amal, then the tawfiq of amal comes from that talk. And if the person doesn't have the niyat of amal, then the person will listen to the talk. For that moment there might be some impact as well. But a few minutes after the talk is over, the person doesn't even remember what I heard, doesn't take back any lesson, and everything just passes. So, if a person has the niyat of amal, sometimes you may not even understand everything completely. But we'll find that, that some enthusiasm towards amal will be created. So this is the very first thing that a person should have the niyat, have the intention that I am listening to this talk of deen. First and foremost, obviously, solely for the pleasure of Allah Taala, And my object and purpose is so that whatever I learn, inshallah, I will bring into practice. So for instance now, we are discussing adab and etiquette. So this already is our niyat. That inshallah we will practice on these adab and etiquettes pertaining to listening to the talks of deen. So the first etiquette was the intention. And this is something we can never overemphasize. Whatever intention we will have, accordingly Allah Ta'ala will bless us. Allah Ta'ala will then make it possible for us to acquire that. إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالنِّيَّاتِ وَإِنَّمَا لِمْرِئِ إِمَّا نَوَى In the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Islam says, a person will get what he intends. One meaning of this is, if there's a good intention, the person will get rewarded. If the intention is to show somebody, the intention is dunya, then the person will get dunya, he will get no reward from Allah Ta'ala. But then the second meaning of this is, to the extent of the intention, the person will be blessed. For example, a person is doing something, the intention one is that I am doing this, for example, I am uh, going to give this little hadiyah to somebody. So one intention is that I want to bring alive the sunnah of hadiyah. Nabi Islam used to give hadiyah as well. So my niyat is fulfilling the sunnat. So the person got the reward for fulfilling the sunnat. Then over and above that, the person made the niyat that this person I'm giving the hadiyah to is a relative. So the purpose of this hadiyah is also sila rahmi, to join family ties. Now the person got a separate reward. One reward for fulfilling the sunnat, the second reward for joining family ties. The third thing is that this person will become happy. And I want to do it because I want to bring happiness to the heart of a mu'min. In the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Islam says, among the greatest of actions after the fara'is, after the compulsory actions, among the greatest of actions is to bring 
happiness to the heart of a mu'min. What a great amal. So I'm doing it for that purpose. Now that's the third intention. The person gets a third reward. Now accordingly, whatever intentions a person makes, a person gets accordingly. And likewise, a person makes a niyat, I'm doing, I'm listening to this for the sake of amal, Allah Ta'ala grants him that tawfiq. So therefore, this is one of the primary things that we always have the niyat of amal. We don't sit there just to see what's new or whether I'll enjoy it or this person is a very very dynamic speaker and he can really sway the crowd so we'll really enjoy the bayan so we should go for that purpose then we'll enjoy it. Our hearts will enjoy it and our hearts will our, our, our ears will enjoy it and our hearts will take no effect because our purpose was merely to enjoy it not to make amal. So that person is pouring his heart out. But we went without the intention of amal, our hearts didn't take anything. So therefore the first etiquette and adab is that we listen for the pleasure of Allah wa ta'ala and with the intention of making amal upon it. The second etiquette on which we will conclude for today is that when listening to the talk of deen, we listen with azmat with the greatness of what we are listening being there in our hearts that we are listening to something great like for example just to understand what this greatness is all about that supposing there is going to be an announcement made about who has won a billion rands let's take it that it is a halal competition nobody paid anything and there are 50 people only sitting there one of the 50 people or maybe let's say 10 of the 50 people are going to receive a billion rands. Now this announcement is going to be made just now. Now before the announcement, before the person started talking the names or giving the names, he went into some introduction and he's saying certain things. But can we imagine with what attention each of those 50 people or 100 people that are gathered there will be listening. That just now this is going to be the announcement of who's won the, hundred, the billion rands. How many people who are the, who they are, the ten names are going to be given. So this is a very major thing. One billion rands. Each person will be, as they say, it all ears. They'll be listening with every fiber of their bodies. And no matter what sound is outside and what noise somebody is making, they will not be distracted for one moment. Maybe my name is going to get called out just now. Now that is what is known as azmat. The greatness of that one billion rands is in the heart. Here we are going to be listening to the words of Allah and His Rasul وسلم, and the explanation of what is in the Quran Sharif, what is in the Ahadith of Nabi وسلم. That is beyond a billion rands, is worth more than the whole world and what it contains. What is a few billion? So the azmat of that, this is a very great thing, it's tremendous. It is something beyond our imagination. To hear one talk of deen, to hear one hadith of Nabi وسلم, how great this is, one great muhaddith Hazrat Yahya bin Ma'in Rahmatullah he went to another muhaddith to hear one hadith from him because he knew that this person this particular hadith has reached him so I need to go and learn it from him so he went to that muhaddith Muhammad ibn Fadl Rahmatullah so Muhammad ibn Fadl says Yahya bin Ma'in came to me and he asked me that can you mention that particular hadith that has reached you to me can you teach it to me narrate it to me so he says that I started with the hadith I just started the first narrator's name 
So Yahya bin Ma'in stopped me. He held on to my kurta and he stopped me and he said, uh, no, no, first he said that I desire that you read it out of your kitab, out of your notebook and dictate it to me from there rather than just say it out of memory. Because when you will read it out, then it will be more certain. Everything will be 100%. So my desire is you read it out from your book. So this person, Muhammad ibn Fadl, he immediately woke up to go and get the book. As soon as he woke up, Yahya bin Ma'in held on to him. I said, no, no, wait, hold on. First, just give it to me from memory. Your book is in your house. By the time you go and bring it, I'm afraid that maybe I may not see you again. In other words, in case I pass away and I'm gone, then I've left the world with one hadith less. Now in our mind, it'll come that the person, if he passes away, well, he was going. If he didn't hear that one hadith, what difference it makes? He was going. So he was on his way out. If he didn't hear that one hadith, what difference it makes? But they knew the difference it makes. That you will meet Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with having learned one more hadith. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi will be so much more happier with you. So much more reward you will get. So he said, no, no, first you give it to me now. Here, right here, from memory. So he gave it to him from memory. He said, right now you can go and bring your book and come. And then repeat it from the book. So this was how eager they were, how enthusiastic they were about learning one one aspect of deen. And they knew the value of it. So the azmat was there. So we need to have the azmat and together with the azmat, we should be listening with attention. These two things, azmat and attention, that this is a very big thing, no matter who is saying it. Sometimes a very simple down-to-earth person saying the something of deen. But what is he saying? He's not talking something from his pocket. He's talking something about the words of Allah and his Rasul wasallam. So whoever is saying it, provided what they're saying is correct, but it's a talk of deen, we have to give it the maximum respect, have that azmat in our hearts, that this is a tremendously great thing that is being said. I therefore have to listen with this azmat. So the two etiquettes that we learned today, the first was niyat, that we listen purely for the pleasure of Allah wa ta'ala with the niyat of amal. And in that amal, we will discuss this later, comes also passing it on to others as well. And then the second thing was, we listen with azmat, we listen with dhyan, with azmat, with the greatness in our hearts of what is being said, and with dhyan, with this attention. Then if a person listens to even a little bit, with this niyat, and with this azmat and dhyan, then that little also will benefit him. Supposing a person listens to one CD of some talk. Now often when the CD is playing, we're doing our own things also. So listen to that CD for 10 minutes with this azmat and dhyan, and together with the other etiquettes that we'll mention. This will be far more beneficial than listening to 10 hours without these things, without these etiquettes. Person listens to 10 minutes with these etiquettes, it will be far more beneficial than listening for 10 hours without the etiquettes. So therefore we should try to inculcate these etiquettes. We learn the importance of listening to the talks of deen, how important it is for us to keep listening with the open heart so that this rain comes into our hearts and it livens us. It brings forth the vegetation of a'mal and the akhlaq and all the good things of deen and the niyat that we have to make of for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala and with the niyat of amal and to listen also with this azmat and dhyan. May Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give all of us the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Rabbana taqabbal minna innakanta samiul alim wa tub alayna ya maulana innakanta tawabur rahim Allahumma salli ala sayyidina muhammadi wa ala ali sayyidina muhammadi wa ashabi wa barik wa sallim 
اللهم افتح لنا بالخير واختم لنا بالخير واجعل عواقب امورنا بالخير بيدك الخير انك على كل شيء قدير اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله وصحبه اجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين